You're listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience, behind the scenes of household staff. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience. I am your host, Tiffany Kinder, president and founder of Staffing at Tiffany's, joined by my co-host, director of placement, Andrea Brudig. Today, we're really excited. We have a special guest, family assistant extraordinaire, Chris Stone. The famous Chris Stone. Hey. Hi, Chris. I've been looking forward to this. So excited to do this with y'all, for real. Yes, I've wanted Chris to come on our podcast for a while now. I'm excited that you're finally able to come on. Why don't you just share with our listeners a little, just a little bit about your background? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I'm not exactly sure how far back you want to go, but as my degree, I was a child development and family studies major in college. Now that was many moons ago, but it was just something even back then that I just knew was a natural for me. It was just something that I loved. I was a, honestly a stay-at-home mom for many years, raised my children. Fortunately, was able to be home with them. They got to an age and stage of life where it was time for me to look into a career. But I didn't want to just have any career that I didn't have any experience in or that I didn't feel comfortable. I wanted something that was a real natural fit for me. What kind of fell into my lap through a series of events and through you, Tiffany, was approaching me with a uh, nanny position with a family years ago, a wonderful family here in Nashville. And I think from what I understand, they tried to interview several people and the interviews went well, but there just wasn't this click. I think they found some people that we're looking for something maybe for the summer or maybe short term, but I really, truly believe this family was looking for someone to grow with their family, which meant obviously for years to come. And they also wanted to add a baby or two to their family. That was my wheelhouse. I mean, this is, I wanted something long-term. I wanted to be able to grow with a family. So interviewed with them and despite, well, how shall I put this? I don't want to say my age, but I'm not your average 20, 30-year-old family assistant nanny. I do have some age on me. But with that, and this is where I think my first family could see, with my age comes wisdom, experience, kind of a been there, done that, seen it, heard it kind of attitude. I also think that they saw me as, I want to say like a grandmother figure, but they knew that I would. I, I had a nurturing spirit. So I joined that family and I stayed with them an incredible five years. And with them, it was heavy on the nanny side. And when the kids were napping or when the kids were at school or when the kids weren't around, I did all things to help maintain a smooth household, which meant whatever it took to help mom and dad, of course, but grocery shopping, grocery unloading, organizing your pantry. I had the dishes done. I would put everything back together after the kids got off to school because it was four little boys and helped keep make it look like what it looked like the day before. <laughs> so that was book bags and toys and, you know, putting clothes away. I did all their laundry and just helped them maintain some organization and the feeling of having a settled home. That was, like I said before, heavy on the nanny side, which I loved. I mean, I just loved it. I traveled with them every summer. They did have a, a summer home up in northern Idaho. So I would fly with them every summer and do the exact same thing, but up 
in their Idaho home, which I loved. Now, after about five years, it was time for me to say goodbye to them. The kids had gotten a little bit older. They didn't have quite the need that they originally hired me for. So I was fortunately able to find another family, different circumstances, different family dynamic, and that's who I've been with for almost two years. So it's been about seven or eight years that I've been doing this. Yes. Okay. Long story short, (laughs) it goes back far to my college degree, stay-at-home mom, and then jumped into doing exactly what I feel comfortable doing, which is really household household mother helper assistant everything yes cuz it reminds me it reminds me of when i was doing it at my own house it just came natural to me well thank you so much for explaining your background and where you are now we have a lot of people that ask questions about the differences on these roles and that's why this podcast, I love to bring guests on to really just kind of talk about what a day in the life looks like and, and, and what this is exactly. So you had said your first role was more heavy on the nanny, which we know, and then moving into this role with how many kids does this current family have? Let's Ooh. Okay. My current family has seven children. Okay. And when I joined them, they were all between the ages of seven and 17. Yeah. A lot of children, yes. a lot of children, which means a lot of movement, a lot of logistics in that circle of seven kids. And it's still a little bit this way, but they went to four different schools. So there was a lot of movement in the morning when it was time to get ready for school, for sure. And that right there, when you walk in the door, you've got to be ready to hit the ground running. It could be a logistics nightmare for the parent. But that's where the family assistant comes in. So it isn't a logistics nightmare. You're there to help a smooth morning, get everybody transitioned to school without a lot of chaos or as little as chaos as possible. (laughs) And to help start the morning off smoothly. So walk us through a typical day for you, Chris. What does this look like? Okay. Andrea said when I first chatted with her, when we first introduced ourselves, that, you know, she knows every day is different. I mean, you have to be flexible. So I am, I'm walking up to the front door and knowing, okay, this could either go this direction today, this direction or this direction, but I'm ready for it all. I have one of those personalities that actually thrive with a little hint of chaos. It's fun. I enjoy it. I really do. But the average day, if there is one, is, again, like I mentioned, getting the kids off to school. A lot of times it requires helping get them fed, even if it's a bowl of cereal or making them scrambled eggs. Majority of the time, you know, the dad is there because he is a single parent of these seven children. And he's got it maintained very well. But again, you have to have a second set of hands when there's seven kids going all these different directions. So I walk in. Who needs breakfast? Who's been fed? What can I get you? Are you ready to eat? Where's your book bag? Let's get your shoes on. And whoever needs a ride that morning, if the dad can't take them, that's that's where I would jump in. So get the kids dropped off. Turn around. Come back to his house. Assess the kitchen, the house. See what I can do to kind of put it back together so it doesn't look like seven kids just shot out the door for school. (laughs) Now, they do have a housekeeper. And as you mentioned, of the seven, 
or maybe you didn't mention this, but one of them does have a private tutor. So she'll arrive in the morning, typically around 930, which is when I get back from dropping kids off. Put the kitchen back together, all the dishes in the sink, and start the dishwasher, tidy up the family room, the den. And then I go into what I call my office, which is the laundry room. I do spend a lot of time, but I do kind of like it. This, no, not kind of. I actually really enjoy it. But I do all their laundry. And that's wow. seven children. I get lots of laundry started, folded. I sort it in all their bins. Each child has a bin, gets it put up. And then there will be, I don't want to say chores, but there are tasks to be done. A lot of times, particularly this week, we had his van was not working in the middle of the street. So I had to find a mobile mechanic for him to get someone to come out, repair the van, look at it. He also had a broken spigot from the ice and snowstorm that we had that froze up. So I had to find a plumber that could come out and get that repaired. Uh, There is multiple things that aren't scheduled that day, but come up randomly, of course. This includes taking his significant other's dog to the groomer, helping her get prepared for the holidays. I wrapped all their Christmas presents for all his kids. I had his 10, 12-foot tree I put up on my own. I decorated it for him. All the preparation of getting the boxes unpacked, with the Christmas gifts in them, break all the boxes down, get it all. Um, there is just kind of a really nonstop laundry list of things to do when you have a house that large in terms of family members. I mean, I could go on and on. I'll go upstairs, tidy up the kids' rooms. Yeah. We're only 10 minutes into this and I'm already hearing, I need a Chris. I need a family oh. assistant. Where can I find a Chris? Where can I find a family assistant? And it's resonating with me because it kind of touches back to a personal experience in my early entrance into the domestic staff agency as well. So great explanation. Thank you so much for explaining all of that. You know, you mentioned that there's also a housekeeper in this current home. Are there any other household staff or is it just the two of you? The housekeepers, it's a team of three. They're wonderful. They've been with him for a long time. Myself, of course. And then there is a private tutor uh, that joins every day, Monday through Friday, and works with one of the children privately. And they have a, a school area upstairs. And then, yeah, the three of us, we are the three regular domestic help. The reason that I ask that is because many homes do have other staff members. And my question would be more so, how do you collaborate with them to ensure smooth operations? Well, that's a great question. And my my primary communication, honestly, is with the tutor. Uh, We communicate almost daily in the morning as she's coming in. She would like to know how do things seem The child that she private tutors, um, she tutors him because he has some, I don't want to say special needs, but some special educational needs. And some mornings he needs a little bit more time to transition into his school day with her. So she'll call me. We'll communicate in the morning and she'll ask, how's the energy level in the house this morning? Is he, the child, ready to go? Do you think for school? Is he up and moving? And if he's not, I help get him up. Get make sure he's prepared for the day before she gets there. She and I regularly talk about how the day will look for her as a private tutor by how the morning routine 
has been set. If it's a little chaotic, he, the child that she tutors needs a little more time to transition into his day with her. And she wants to know from me every day how that looks that morning. And she's wonderful. She's been with him for years. And she and I have a wonderful, great relationship. That's so good to hear because collaboration really helps everyone in the household thrive. This is good information for our listeners because let's just say this family that you were working for, let's just say they didn't have housekeepers and they didn't have the, the, the tutor, the governess. If they didn't have that, what would your job look like? Oh, I mean, if you were also doing the housekeeping and the tutoring and you're a family assistant, what do you think this would look like? It would be chaotic with a capital C, not only for the family, but it would be chaotic for me. I mean, I think there's such an importance to have a a work-life balance and something like that, if that were my role daily, would just be so overwhelming and really create what I believe it obviously not really run and managed household. And it would also trickle down to me not being happy in my position. And it would then, it would burn, it would burn you out. There's just no way someone could do that all on their own. And, and same for the principle of the home. When you have a home that large with that many children and that many moving pieces, it's overwhelming to the parent, the homeowner. And so as an employee, oh, that type of job delegation, housekeepers are needed, a separate tutor's needed, and then a family assistant uh, is, is crucial when you have a household like that, for sure. It is. It's so important. And that's why we wanted to bring you on as a guest to talk about that. Also, just to give a day in the life of, because people are really interested in what does this look like? And it is, it's in the middle of the estate manager and the nanny. But when we get clients that contact us and they say things like they'd like to have a family assistant, but they want to add the duties on of the house or the tutoring, we always give them an explanation of why that is a recipe for disaster and for turnover. We heard you say you wouldn't be happy in your job and it would be chaotic and it would be a lot for you. A family assistant does have multiple tasks and duties, yes, but it's so important to staff the homes correctly. Yes. So everybody can do what they're trained to do, what they're good at doing and do it successfully. So that that's a just, that's a huge aspect to things. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would agree because it just creates when you have the proper staff in the proper roles, it creates a well-oiled machine and a well-run home. And I'm assuming for all families who are hiring staff like that, that's exactly what they want. That brings them peace of mind that their houses run well. It's smooth. It's a lot less chaotic when everybody has their specific roles and especially also when the staff have great relationships with each other too. It's fun. I mean, it's, 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 it's really fun. I mean, it's not for the faint of heart, but it, it just, if you enjoy what you do and you have a staff in the home that enjoys what they do as well, it's a fun job. I mean, it really is. It's never a dull day. No. I mean, yeah, they're in the, the collaboration with other staff is huge. Oh, and sure. if everybody's on the same page, they know what they're doing. It can be a very, like you said, well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. That is something that we talk about a lot with clients. And I think when COVID hit, these hybrid roles really went on like steroids. You know, they thought people can do everything and 
it will be fine. And so that has been a topic of conversation ever since 2020. But with us, we really pull in the right people and want to make sure these roles are very categorized. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're talking about today is what is a family assistant? What does that look like? And what are the tasks involved? Now you, (laughs) this is a large home as far as people. So there's a lot of parts and a lot of um, different ages. So you're in a very unique situation. But even if somebody has two or three kids, this is still the formula that we always want to follow. So yeah, that has not, that doesn't change. Yes. And without doubt, I can hear that you have and share the same passion that Tiffany and I have for the domestic staff industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can hear it in your enthusiasm and the things that you get to do on a daily basis and stating that it's rewarding. It's not for the faint of heart, uh, which which is just great because it's an industry that is slightly unknown or vague to many. And this podcast helps others introduce them to the lifestyle that many of us live in and have lived. Uh, I am working with a current role where a nanny was just asked to be promoted or change title to family assistant. And so you shared in the beginning of your story that you began as a nanny, as which many mm-hmm. of us do. And then now this mm-hmm. family assistant opportunity came. And so this role that I'm working on where she was, uh, she was actually, you know, just told you're going to have all these extra duties and a different title and a little bit of a different schedule. And with that may or may not come a salary increase. It just depends on the circumstance. And I've had family assistants come in that have said, well, the reason I'm a family assistant, not a housekeeper, is because I don't really do the deep cleaning, right? And we get asked uh, all day long, what's the difference between uh, the 17 about different roles that we place? And so these housekeepers, they'll do a lot of what you mentioned, but they focus on the deep cleaning, tubs, toilets, windows, floors, where nannies and family assistants typically don't do that. Some housekeepers don't have childcare experience and they don't work with children, infants, toddlers, school-aged children, tweens, teens, right? But some housekeepers really want a role where children are present. So I think it was really helpful in speaking with you today and sharing with our audience, uh, like not a typical day, but a day in the life of a family assistant. So thank you. Chris, you mentioned traveling with families. Yes. How do you prepare for that? And what does that look like? Because, you know, there's time on, time off and how you handle that. Yes. Well, my previous family who I've been with for years, that was quite a bit extensive travel, particularly in the summer, summer only. But your question was good in terms of how do you prepare for that? And I think one of the things is talking with the parents, the principals that uh, up front, what of what the expectations are going to be. And so my previous family, when I did travel with them, we sat down and we worked out a schedule because when I would go up there, it wasn't for a couple of days. It sometimes would be for a couple of weeks. And so we would work out a schedule, almost even in a spreadsheet form of what hours, what days, because I would be up there maybe 10, 14 days at a time. I'd fly home, have complete time off, to kind of balance the, the, the days that I worked. I think what's crucial is communicating what their expectations are of you and also creating some boundaries for yourself and verbalizing those saying, I'm going to need extra time off at the end if I've worked more 
anyway, right. so that, it's a little complicated because I did go for weeks at a time, and uh, but then I would fly home and have a week or 10 days off and then fly back up. Now, my current family, I've only traveled with them once, but we did travel. We drove to Disney, and that was probably a total of, with the travel time, a total of 10 days. They were very respectful of having my day be done at a certain time. My morning didn't start until a certain time. But within the hours that I was on, I was very much expected to do a little bit of what I would typically do at their home, but it just included a lot of Disney rides, (laughs) (laughs) which was great for me. I had a blast. So anyway, it it varies. It, It varies, but communication is important. Communication is what's expected is very important. Right asking what the expectations are and then communicating it and then facilitating it when you're traveling is so important. But yes, we do have a lot of candidates that also travel with families and we get lots of questions on that, on how does that work and as far as pay and hours and all of that. So that is something that we're here as a resource for if clients have questions on that or candidates working in the home. So yeah, but I really just appreciate your time today, Chris. I love it. The family assistant is just a very important role and it's a very popular role and you're doing it exactly the way it should be. And I know you're very happy in your role and probably will have this for many years to come. They have a lot of moving parts with this particular family. So we're just, we're happy that you're part of the Staffing at Tiffany's team. Oh, I love it. Just really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. I love it. Well, thank you so much and tune in to our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's experience. Please share our podcast and stay tuned for more episodes. Visit us at staffingattiffany's.com.